Welcome to KPL Lit Talks. In today's podcast, we will be discussing some table topics. I'm Kim Mather, teen and adult services librarian. I'm Drew Tingley, the tech specialist. And I'm Claudette Stockwell, the library director. So who's going first today? Who went first uh, in our... Uh, Kim did. In our last one, when we did a table topic, why don't you go first today, Drew? I can go first. Um, so, I got, what would you most like to do for someone else if you had the money and the time? Ooh, that's yeah, a I good mean, one. Like, if it depends on like how much money we're talking. Like, if I have all the money in the world, I yeah. Just what give, are you doing? Yeah. Give somebody the world. They better be giving me the world. What? No, that's not what the question said. The question said, what you, would you do for someone if you had all the money? And so it's not about you. Oh, it's about yeah. what you would do for someone else. <laughs> well, I mean... Boy, that's that's a good one because, yeah, I mean, especially... Well, like, how do you choose, though? Wouldn't you choose somebody, right? Like, if I was going to do something for you, I mean... Mm-hmm. I, would do something for you. Well, thank you with all your money. Well, thank you. I'm sorry, I can only pick one, Kim. Like, how do you choose? Because, yeah, you only get the one person, someone. Someone. Okay. Like, do you pick your partner? I guess it just depends on when the money falls into your lap. I mean, yeah, you're right, because that would be... I'm not frivolous. I would obviously want to give all my money and time to my daughter. Oh. Right? Sure, yeah. But you have only one child. I have four. So that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of my child. I'm going to take my puppy on a vacation. (laughs) Boy, that's that's tough because, I mean, you would want to be able to, how, yeah, how would you do that when you have more than one for your family member? Yeah. yeah, I guess when you think about having all the money in the world, you don't just think of one. No. You think of how you would be able to change the world with it. Yeah. Right? Unless you're like me and you just kind of like, what can I do for myself here? You said, what can I do for myself? Well, that'd be, you know, you'd pay off your house or you'd buy a house. You'd pay off your automobiles. You'd pay off your debt. I mean, I think everybody would do those basic common things. You'd take care of your family and then your friends. And then if you still had a lot of money, you'd change the world, hopefully, for the better. But, yeah, what would you do? I mean, even when people die, they leave their estates. When they have a family, they try to split it, right? Right. Yeah, but yeah. I guess if you had, like, excess time and money, um, maybe it isn't for ourselves or for well, our families well, or for, hmm. like, you actually, like, do try to change the world. I would love to be able to try to change the world. I know. Wouldn't that be kind of nice? Like, yeah. What would you like to change about the world? Oh, really? Where do I start with that? Hmm. I mean, I think homelessness is a big thing for me. It's a platform I often, often stand on. Um, but I mean, you know, I see a lot of times empty buildings and they're just there and I, you know, like I, we all just want to kind of close our eyes to the homeless and, you know, just pretend they don't exist. And, you know, I've heard it said that some people want to live that way. That's different if that's the life they want, you know, I mean, if they prefer to live that way, but for people that are really experiencing poverty, um, you know, why not? fix these homes like why let buildings be empty when people could live in them why not 
give them a space? Why not try to help? I mean, we're right now all the funds are coming from the federal government and the state and ways that we can help the digital divide and the broadband connectivity issues. And I mean, you know, it starts there. You know, can can you give out laptops? Can you give out Wi-Fi? Can you know? There's so much the world's dependent on today. You can't. You can't. You know, even apply for help or a job or have telehealth appointments without the internet. And yeah. you also need the, the knowledge to even know how. So just saying, hey, yeah, here's the internet, here's a computer, doesn't right. give you apply the knowledge. For job, apply for housing right, when you don't even know how to get on the internet or you don't know what's a real legitimate source, you know, sure. how do you know that this is the right place to, you know, there's so much, there's so many things I wish I could change, but that definitely would be one of them. Yeah. Um, you know, to be able to, to let you know, let nobody be hungry or yes. homeless or, you know, without the proper clothes. I saw a gentleman walking in Putnam the other day. He had duct tape holding his shoe together. Like, wow. Yeah. That's what, I mean, if I had that kind of resource and that kind of time, to you know, that's where I think I would put my energy. No, I think that, that's a really good and a valid way to spend, you know, excess time and money. Um, you know, because if, like, my family and friends, they, you know, they're, they're taken care of. Like, they mm-hmm. they have those things, you know, they have a place to live, they have food, they have, you know, a job or mm-hmm. have some sort of income. Right. But then, yeah, there's, you know, people that we don't really think of that don't have access to money or you know maybe they don't have time for themselves and maybe by having an excess of time and money then you can kind of alleviate that burden for somebody else mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah and we do have it, it it's almost like if you look at the world it's almost like we do have an excess of stuff you know i mean Oh, we definitely do have an excess of stuff. Yeah. So, like, and a lot of it goes to waste, which I think Mm -hmm. is ridiculous. Well, yeah, some some grocery stores, if things don't sell, they're able to donate them to to causes. But sometimes, like, and I don't know that this is true because, again, these are just rumors that you hear. Like, even, um, like, you know, a coffee place that, you know, gives out coffee or muffins at the end of the day, they might not be able to give them away, they have to throw them away. Like, right. Like, and I don't know... Like donuts. Yeah, I don't know I if mean, that's true or not true. I don't know. True. But can, Think about the I'm, food that I'm, could be, like, people that are starving. I mean, yeah. I, okay. I can't imagine, even if I was living in a shelter, you know, and you're, I'm sure you're given three meals a day. I don't know about snacks. I don't know because I'm not living in a shelter. I don't know. You know, I don't know. But I mean, we don't think about it. We're hungry. We're just like, hey, I'm going to go get some crackers or I'm going to go get a pizza. Like, we don't even give like those thoughts. And I think COVID, if anything, taught us in a moment for anybody that was standing in a grocery store looking at empty aisles. Yeah. Right. When we were all going, what do you mean you can only take one meat package or what do you mean there's no more toilet paper? I mean, I think in that moment people united in a way that we hadn't before because all of a sudden our own needs were temporarily at risk right so imagine that this is your every day sure this is your every day where you're not sure where your next granola bar is even coming from right you know if you're yeah. going to 
to eat or wash up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we only experience it when there's no power. What do you mean I can't flush the toilet for two days, three days? Yeah, or shower, right. or wash my clothes. Right. Like, and that, that's, that's mm-hmm. like the worst. Or, you know, imagine, yeah, I guess, yeah. like, living a life like that. Or sure. not having access to internet. I'd be, like, devastated. So, right. And, and this is just talking our area. Yeah. What about in the <laughs> other right. worlds where, yeah, you're woken up in the middle of the night with a gun to your head, like, get out. You know, and you, if you're a man, leave your wife and kids, you know, or if you're a little boy, come fight in our army. I mean, I can't even imagine what that world is like. We're so pampered. Yeah. yeah. To be uprooted or to be a refugee where, you know, yeah. you're having to flee from right. your home. Every, your home, everything mm-hmm. you've ever known. You're now just homeless. Right, right. Or, or um, I knew a family that, um, it was years ago now, that came from Bosnia. And um, this woman, she said, I don't even know where my mother's remains are. I mean, you know, she was an architect in, in, in that life. She, you know, she was successful. Her husband was. And now, all of a sudden, here they are trying to learn a new language. Exactly. Living in someone's basement. Right. You know, and yes, you're safe. But, you know, what did that look like for them and their family? They had two young children. Um, and I think that's happening a lot right now. And, you know, even in the U.S., is you know, people, the pandemic, you know, a lot of places are closing down. Yeah. My mm-hmm. stepdad's um, place of business, he he was working for um, a manufacturing company that's, like, based in Vermont, and he didn't even tell anybody. They just, he went to work one day, and he's like, they were like, you, you don't have a job. And that's yeah. how quickly that happens, mm-hmm. right? So you don't have a job, and, and maybe if you're lucky, you have a little nest egg. Right. Maybe if you're lucky, right? Mm-hmm. But now, it, you know, in today's world, a lot of times both people are working in the home. So what if that happens also to your mom? So right. now all of a sudden you've got two people not working. And, I mean, granted right now unemployment is helping and they're giving extra. But in, in regular times, you're not getting extra. You're no. only getting like 40% of your income. And so if you've got two people and say you've gone through all your extensions and you can't, how long before you are homeless? Mm-hmm. Right. You've mortgaged a house. You, you were counting on a set amount of income. And then all of a sudden you have no income. Exactly. And then yeah. now you're desperate for whatever job you can take. Yeah. And that's why I think I circled immediately to your question and saying I would want to make sure my daughter was okay. Right? Because I would want to know that she was okay in this world. Right. For her her life, that she would be okay and taken care of. You know? And I think that matters, too, if you have family. Right. Because if something happened, you know, my my parents are gone. I don't have any siblings. Most of my aunts and uncles are also passed away. So if something were to happen, I don't... It's not like, you know, whose couch am I sleeping on? Right. Like, I don't, you know, sometimes you can go, like, oh, I can go live with my brother or my aunt, my sister, my, you know, but if you're really just free-floating in the land, then you're free-floating. Yeah. Yeah. Where you have, where you have no family is what you Correct. Yeah. Right. Like, where would I go? Right. And a lot of LGBTQ youth face that problem. Sure. Yeah. They come out to their parents. Their parents aren't happy, and they kick them out. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, and at that age, you have no... You have really where you're going. Sure. You have nowhere to go, and you have you also lack the skills and 
navigating the world. Right. So I there mean, you go back to if you had money and time, I'd help the homeless. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really yeah. good idea. Yeah. Wow, that was really that was a heavy uh, heavy duty question. I hope Kim, you have a better one. Oh, mine's Good. very lighthearted, oh, just like the goodness. bicycle one in a couple of two topics ago. But this one is, what was your grandmother's signature dish? Oh, so, I like yeah. that one. Oh, when she did, when she does cook, I guess my, one of my favorite things is her spaghetti. Okay. I mean, she does, like, the, I can't yeah. say it's, like, anything super special. She gets, like, you know, the sauce from the store and probably, like, some tomato paste and just throws it all in a crock. You're like, I don't even it. know what she does. But, but it's yeah. definitely, she ain't crushing these tomatoes herself. <laughs> yeah. She didn't grow them at home. Like, it's, you get a can of, like, ragu or whatever that's on <laughs> sale. and But... I don't know. I guess it's the love that's inside it. I'm sure. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that, you know, our yeah. sauce just, it's, it's, it's kind of like, it's not super thick. It's not like burnt. And then it's also not like super watery. It's, like it's just perfect. It's just perfect. Mm. My sure. grandmother used to make a great boiled dinner. Mm. Really? Yeah. 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 Those boiled dinner, I feel like a lot of people are talking about it lately. Because it's so tasty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's so tasty. What about you, Kim? Well, if I have to say grandmother, I guess it would be steak bake. She used to make this mm. um, recipe called steak bake, and it was just, you could use chuck steak or chuck roast or anything, but you used a cheap cut of meat, and it um, had, uh, like, tomato paste and uh, onions mm. and some other things in it. I don't remember everything now. I do have the recipe okay. written down at yeah. home. I just don't remember everything that's in it, but you pour it over the meat that is cut up into, you know, um, it doesn't have to be cut like a, like for a beef stew type of a cut, but just big chunks of mm -hmm. it, and you just pour it over and you bake it for several hours on a really mm. low temp, um, and it just used to be so tasty. I loved the flavor, and it just kind of melted in your mouth, but I would also like to say that probably my favorite thing to have if I went to my grandparents' house was actually not prepared by my grandmother, but by my grandfather, my Pepe. He made the best mashed potatoes, and mm. my I think my grandmother would be a little hurt because I would go over and I'd be like, is Pepe making the mashed potatoes today? <laughs> and, and so he would make them because I asked. But I'm yeah. Yeah. curious, what did he do to his potatoes that made them so? Like, I have no idea what he did, but never they know, and right? I nope. But I mean, my grandmother You're would prepare them and make it. them. Yeah. But he he did the mashing and whatever he did when he mashed them up, whatever he added to them was different than when she made them, and it was just the best. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if it has to do with just hand strength because Maybe. my husband and I will take turns doing mashed potatoes and his always tastes better than mine. Uh, and I don't know what it is because we put the exact same things in. I mean, maybe he puts a little more or less butter or milk or whatever. Yeah. But it's, 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 it's always the essence of that. Maybe it is. Maybe he puts more butter in. I'm not sure. Like so yeah. Butter makes everything better. But I wonder if he's just got like that extra. Maybe. Arm, yeah. hand strength when he's like maybe who knows maybe what yeah the more something are these just so we're, we're talking about our grandparents but like you should have two sets right like, i do have two sets but mm -hmm. we always went to my dad's um parents mm -hmm. 
for dinner like once a month it was like a you know a family thing but my mom's parents my um grandfather actually passed away when i was pretty young so i don't remember sharing meals with him too much but my grandmother we would visit her every saturday and it was more like just a afternoon visit type of thing so we weren't necessarily there eating I do have a favorite recipe from her that was shared and passed down but I don't remember her ever making it and she's no longer with me none yeah. of my grandparents are here anymore to um yeah to I didn't know my me. mother's mother died when she was 10 so obviously I didn't know her and her father died when I was two or three so I don't remember him so yes. exactly it was just my father's parents um, and his father only spoke French. And never he he never wore his false teeth, so he just pretty much scared me. <laughs> um, you know, and I only remember my grandmother cooking ever. Um, and we used to go once a week because we would go to church because she didn't drive. Okay. Yes. Um, and the only other thing I remember is so she would alternate. So like one time you'd come back and we'd have breakfast after church because I was born and raised Catholic, so you didn't eat prior to communion so you would go to church and you wouldn't eat until you came home from church and I just remember like sometimes the eggs would just keep coming in the toast and I don't know how she did it to just be like eggs and toast and eggs and toast at least you know from a child's point of view that's what it seemed like yeah Um, and then she would alternate because then the following week would be like a a meal like a meal meal so yeah that boiled dinner or, you know, it could be spaghetti or something. So it would be like breakfast one week, and they, like she would rotate it. That's what I remember. Yeah. And your grandparents, are they all still alive? They are. Um, so my, the, the one that makes, you know, spaghetti is my grandmother on my mom's side, Nana. And, um, and then on my dad's side, I have my Nanu, and she makes... Um, the one thing I really, like remember that I was like, oh my god, this is really good, and it was nothing special. It was literally just a can of, like, beans mixed with corn and, like, hot dogs cut up in it. And I remember... Corn, too? Yeah, Mm. she, like, mixed it all... She she, she was pretty... She's crafty with her food. Mm. She does some weird stuff that... But it tastes good. (laughs) Sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) I would say she's kind of like an experimenter, and you're just like, I don't know... And sometimes it's good, and sometimes it's not. I mean, she's she's into like cow tongue and like, some yeah. different stuff. I never had to eat that, but my brothers they're like, yeah, she made it once. Don't know. Yeah, do so it again. That was my biggest fear that I would go over and she'd have cow tongue on it. Like, oh, oh. that's just giving me the willies thinking about it. Hey, you know what? They they just she knew how to stuffed, make different things, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, she did stuffed pizzas once, which oh, you'd think would sound great, right? Yeah. I mean, she did have, like, one really good round that was, like, you know, sauce, cheese, and pepperoni. But then, and because they're stuffed, you don't know what you're getting. Yes. <laughs> she did one that was, like, mushroom, and I don't know what else was in it, because, like, as soon as I bit into it and found the mushrooms, I was like, oh, I'm done. Oh, yeah. I love mushrooms. She, I don't like mushrooms either. They're, like, yeah, weird and slimy. Out. She did like a tuna melt one. Oh yeah, um, no. I don't yeah. like my tuna <laughs> hot. No, no, no. Me no. Either. I gotta have my tuna cold. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, 
guess I'm just not feeling well today. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not hungry, but thank you. Oh, man, I can't imagine that. Yeah, she's, she's funny. That is funny. Well, and then there was one. My question is, what remains undone that you've wanted to get done for years? Oh, boy. My PhD program. You just barely, <laughs> you haven't even got your bachelor's He's a babe, that's Man. why, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, wouldn't it be nice to have a PhD, though? And yeah, of course. I mean, that's yeah. something I'm, mm. like, I'm going to be a PhD, and then I still haven't done it, so. I've, I've wanted to write a book, so that's what remains oh, undone good. for me. That mm. one's a little more realistic than mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, PhD. well, not no. I mean, you probably get a PhD before I'll write my book. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kim? Mine, mine's really boring. It's uh, paint the house. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, it's well, all right. That's always a chore. I mean, yeah. It's no small endeavor. No. So no. I just keep yeah. looking at it thinking, Someday. I don't want to tackle that right now. <laughs> Maybe one day the paint will just all chip off and it'll look amazing underneath. Well, it, the paint is chipping off right now and it doesn't look so amazing underneath. That's, <laughs> well, that's the problem. With paint because you've got to scrape all the old stuff yes. off before you yeah. can start. Yeah. yeah. And like it's probably been there for years. It's like a lead based paint. Probably. So then you'll be that, sick you after know. you get it all off. You right? won't feel well. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should just leave that project undone. <laughs> I keep thinking, I'm, I, I keep threatening to hire somebody to do it, but I haven't gotten that far yet either. Oh, painters are pricey. Well, that's they are. probably yes. why I haven't done it, because yeah. I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> yeah, how much they charge. Yes, yeah. I'm very yeah. frugal. If I can do it myself, I, I will do that's it myself. understandable. Insurance should but, cover that. But, oh my goodness. I know, it doesn't. Like, the house is no longer weatherproofed. It's not safe. It just cover the painter. I've been paying you it. just do something. That's right. I like your thought. <laughs> okay, so Drew, you need to, you need to get your doctorate. Kim, you need to paint your house, and I need to write my book. Yes, what would you write your book on? I don't know. I guess that's, in the end, I've always wanted to be a writer, but I feel like all I want to write about is, like, real-life stuff. So I, I feel What's like, who wants to actually read the story of my life? Um, I feel you. You know? Like, yeah, I really do feel like... There's times I've toyed with the idea of like a letter, you know, like a, you know, dear daughter, kind of all the things I would tell you if I had to tell you everything. That sounds like um, a beautiful story. You know, or, you know, because, you know, my daughter really does want to be a writer too, and she's definitely more on that path than I am. Um, sometimes I wonder if it would be cool if we could do alternate, like if we could write a book together. Yeah. Or dear mom, dear daughter. Like between oh. the lines, and kind of. Because. I mean, and so many other people have done this. Yeah. I mean, like everybody. There's so many people have already done this, but I mean, it would be kind of cool. Like you know, like when I leave for work, if she's still in bed, I I leave her, you know, like good morning, oh, a little yeah. sunshine, or it's gonna blah 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 whatever I gotta say. So you know, I kind of like that. You know. Go back to the preschool books of you read to me, I'll read to you. Yep. I have a story for you. If you want to write it, I'll give it to you. <laughs> and I mean, the thing is, I have chapters that I've written in my head a thousand million times. Um, I don't always put pen to paper. And then I do have some, too. So, I mean, yeah. it's just really dedicating the, I, the time and energy that it really takes to really put a, you know, a, a story to truly together. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I get that. I, 
and I mean, one, I'm one of those people that's like starts writing, and then I'm like, I don't know, like I just, I'm like, does this even make sense? Like, is this good? I don't know. I just had to write a paper for one of my classes. That's totally different though, writing for school. You think though? Like, yeah. They're like, well, it needs to be structured. Well, that's what I'm saying. Thing. It's different than a free flow, mm-hmm. a free thought, you know. Yeah, but how do you yeah. know that like? When you're writing, you're not leaving out a detail that, like, somebody just, you know, like, that was, like, one of the things with my paper is, like, you know, you're saying we, but, like, who's we? Or, like, you're saying, you know. Well, in, with school papers, you also, you have to back it up. You have to have your sources. It's, you know, you're usually writing about something. So, if you're writing about an atom, do you know what I mean? There's some, like, history going on there. writing about globalization. Well, there's, well, that's what I'm saying. You're writing on a topic that you've researched. So it's a different right. than, than like Research. Billy Bob and John went down to the brook to catch a fish and it was a fine warm day. And, you know, that's a mm-hmm. totally different kind of writing. Yeah. yeah. You know, when you don't. When you've got nothing. You well, yeah. I mean, yeah. If you're writing a book book, if you're writing fiction or nonfiction, um, I guess you're just done when you have nothing left to say. I mean, some t- I mean, some writers say they stop start at the end of the story. I forget. I just saw. I watched Grisham and Stephen King during the uh, during the pandemic, pandemic. Right, yeah. something I would have never had the opportunity to do before, and I can't remember who does it. If it's Grisham or King, but one of them doesn't start until they already know the end of the story. Huh. So they start at the end. And they build backwards, and then somebody else says, well, I might think this is the end. Or I think it's actually Stephen King that doesn't know how it's going to end until he writes it. Mm. He doesn't even, he, he, yep. he said, I think it was him who said, I surprised myself. I didn't even see that coming, <laughs> which is pretty amazing. <laughs> so, great. you know, in obviously an academic paper, you know, you've got four to six pages, double type, spaced, 1,000. You know what I mean? You have a limit, so you kind of have to get to your point. Yeah. yeah. No, this this teacher, she was like, write on forever, and if it's less than forever, then I'm really like, you know, <laughs> <No. like> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, good for her that she's got time to read all the forever works. I know. She was, <laughs> she was a, this semester, I'm sorry, I'm going off topic, but, like, it was just, she was one of those people that was like, here, read nine chapters this week, and... You know, watch these videos, and then she's like, and yes, I want you to write a 10-page essay at the end, you know, write up all about everything you've learned this semester, and make sure you've read this entire novel, and write that about that. I was like, I don't know where I'm going to find the time for any of this, the five classes, like, but I did it. And you did it. Yay! I did it in a day. Look at that. Exactly. He's like, no, really, I did this all semester, or not. (laughs) Um, well you know what thanks so much for listening to us maybe we'll talk about school some other time catch you later